Welcome to The Real Deal. This is Sarah Riley, your host, and I'm joined in studio with my hype woman, Carly Edwards. How's it going? And the amazing producer, Benny Mathers. What's up? (laughs) Today we're talking love, loving your clients. If you have a business at all, your clients are the center of your business and your ultimate success. So loving on them is going to create lasting success in your business for years and years to come. And we're talking all about it today. All right. This is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife, a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman. And I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody! (laughs) I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best, just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, all the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. We are talking loving your clients. <laughs> I don't know. I need like a song. Um, what is it like a love song? The love boat. That's what I-, <laughs> I thought we were on a love train. Now we're on a love boat. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you guys, we're talking about loving your clients. So in our business, we're really, really focused on client experience, client care, It's a very client-centric business, and that is on purpose because there are so many people that do the same thing that you do. Whatever business you're in, there are a ton of people that do it just like you do, maybe even better than you. I mean, let's be honest. We're not all perfect, and so you can't be perfect every time. But what you can do is love on your clients, and when you build a relationship with your clients and your business is focused on relationship first – it's a relationship forward business, then everything else falls into place. Because at the end of the day, when you love on your clients, they love you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you now have a client for life, a raving fan. If you haven't read the book Raving Fan, you absolutely should. But having a client for life, I mean, there is a value on that. Mm -hmm. When you look at like the entire span of what a client um, equates to in their lifespan of how much business they'll do if they come back to you, not even considering what they refer to you. It is so simple to just spend the time and attention on that person and make sure that they have an amazing experience, right? Rather than having to go out and get more clients because you didn't, you know, please that person. You can't please everyone, but you sure as heck can try. (laughs) You really can try. And then if you did your best and didn't work out, okay, well, they weren't your peeps. But The problem is I think a lot of people get really focused on themselves when they're in business and you're focused on the numbers, you're focused on the income, you're focused on the transaction because those are the things that generate the money for yourself. Mm -hmm. But when you're focused on your client and on loving them and if you really, if it's natural for you, it's really natural for us Yeah, because we love people. So we love having client conversations. We love pouring into people. It is second nature. So to have a relationship-built business is just, I don't think I could have it any other way. Right. It's just who I am. But some people, it's harder, and you actually have to put effort into um, building relationships with people so that they feel valued and appreciated. And we're going to talk about what it takes to really love a client and what they need to feel you know, feel that from you because if you love them, they love you, and then they're talking about you. 
and how much that can impact your business. Perfect cycle. A couple important things, obviously, in you know having a relationship-built business is, is that you have to believe in your value because you're selling a product or a service, whatever your job is. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you have to really believe in the value of you providing that product or service over somebody else and then because that's what you're selling. And then your client feels that. Okay, they feel that you believe in them, that you're passionate about what you're doing and you're doing it for them to benefit them, not necessarily at the end of the day to benefit you. Right. Right. And then also just really caring about people, really caring about your clients. It's not it's not rocket science, guys. And everyone talks about how how can you live your life? Okay, you could write handwritten notes. Um, You could show up for people. There's a lot of things you can do, and we're going to talk about it, and a lot of it is having a system in place. But then there's the extra step. You know, be the difference maker. Go the extra mile for people because that's what they remember, that you really cared. You know, you have a a client that um, is struggling because they lost a spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to show up for them. Yep. And that you actually care. Like, give them extra things. We're huge on gifting. We are. Man, I, I don't know if it's because I love gifting. I, I mean, getting gifts, because you usually express your love language, the one that you want to <laughs> receive. So, no, if you know me, I like it. I like gifts. Uh, but I love gifting, and I'm really good at gifting. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about just giving something that you really want to give. It's about giving something to somebody that is going to be meaningful to them, and they're yeah. going to feel as special. Yeah, because you put thought in mm-hmm. behind it. People want you to be generous. Like, when you're in business – uh, it feels good to give business to someone that's generous, not just mm-hmm. generous to them, but like generosity of spirit. I mean, seriously. <laughs> OK, I think I pulled that from a Christmas movie. It sounds cheesy, but it's the truth. I'm serious. When you have a when you have a generous spirit and you are constantly giving to other people, it makes other people want to give to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about giving gifts to your clients, which we are going to talk more about because. I feel like it's really important to show up for people and show them that you care, that you heard them, and that you cared. Mm -hmm. But it's also about giving to people that need to be given to, you know, like helping out and being generous and giving back to your community and giving to charities. And then when people see that you're a generous person, they're more likely to give to you and it makes them like drawn to you. For sure. Mm -hmm. People are just really attracted to generosity, like a generous culture, a generous community. They want to be around that. Mm -hmm. Right? recognition you guys your clients want to be recognized people in general you're either if it's you know business to business like a referral source or you know your direct client it doesn't matter people want to feel recognized yes and honored that you you know you acknowledge who they are you hear their you hear them they have a voice and they matter it's really important to recognize people you know people love awards oh i love awards you do yeah it's fun i don't really like awards Oh, come on. I like recognition. I like attaboys. Yeah, yeah, me too. Right? I like to feel like some, I'm being noticed. And everyone likes to feel like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to remember that your client, yes, you're providing a service to your client. Okay, cool. Well, anybody can provide a service <laughs> or product to your client. This is the point, you guys. Anyone can provide that. But when you show up and really love your clients, you recognize them, you're generous, um, you appreciate them, okay, and appreciating people is like the exchange of appreciation. You show them appreciation, they show you appreciation. You've now created a culture where you're showing appreciation to people. Um, it's more than just recognizing them. It's actually saying like, 
yeah, I recognize you did that thing, but I truly appreciate who you are and and what you did. Yeah, it all comes back to making somebody feel like they matter. Absolutely. And then building a community where people feel they belong, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't yeah. matter what you're product is or service, no matter what industry you're in, you build a community of your tribe, of your people, Mm -hmm. and they feel like they belong in that community. And you can do that through so many avenues, like events, um, exclusivity groups. People want to feel exclusive. So like when you're when you have this like exclusive group that people get into, Mm -hmm. there's like a bar of entry. Like you can't just walk into the group because that doesn't make it special. Right. Okay. There's a reason you're in there and they feel like that they feel like that. There is a reason that they're there and they're honored to be there. They feel recognized, appreciated. They're in this exclusive group. They're in your community of people that you're pouring into. Man, you have just now created these referral sources. You've created all these clients that are raving fans, right? That love you. And they are now customer evangelists. They are now your evangelist? Yeah. Okay. Got uh-huh. it. Got it. They're now your evangelist. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to be spreading the word. They are. Do you know all those words I just all went through? You're not even going to get this, Carly, because it's like we're having a – I don't know if you listen. Okay, this is – let's just keep it real for the for a real moment here, okay, on the real deal. <laughs> uh, we're struggling today. Are we struggling, Carly? Yeah, we're not on top of it. We're not on our game. Uh-uh. Okay, but we really want to get this message out about loving your clients, and we showed up, and so we're going to do the very best we can today. It might not be as good as it was yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> the last episode. But, hey, you know what? You just do what you can do. Yep. Okay? Um, But the acronym for the letters I just spelled out was GRACE. Don't you love that? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was generosity, recognition, appreciation, community, and exclusivity. GRACE. Love it. I do, too. A lot of times we tend to get focused on delivering this great product or this great service, which is absolutely important. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Then it takes focus away from what really matters, which is the customer. The customer and their feeling is the most important thing out of anything. No matter what your product is, it doesn't really matter. What matters is how you made your client feel. Yeah, because you can do the best job ever for them. Absolutely. And if you aren't giving them what they need emotionally, it's going to backfire. Right. And you're probably asking yourself, okay, you know, well, I I sell wrenches, so how do I need to know? <laughs> why do I need to know what my customer feels emotionally? Well, because if you want them to come back, it's really at the end of the day how you made them feel. Because mm-hmm. when you ask your customer and you find out what they really need, okay, whatever it is, and you feel that need, then you have now created a client for life, and people are talking about you, and you get business without even having to ask for it. And that's the thing about us, you know, in this business, we're in lending and um, you hear it over and over and over. Ask for the business. Ask for the business. Ask, ask, ask for the referral. Uh, Okay, well, I've built a, I don't know, a multi, multi multi-million dollar business without ever asking for a referral. Mm -hmm. I don't ask. I assume. (laughs) I just assume. But when you really do- You are working with me. (laughs) Right? Uh uh Nodding my head. (laughs) I'm like telepathically telling you, you're my- um, No, but seriously, you don't have to ask for the business if you do this the right way. If you love your clients, like truly love them, and you have to show up in an authentic way. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's not authentic to pretend like you care about someone when you don't care about them because then when you really need to show up, you don't. You only show up when it's convenient. 
And people can see right through that. Oh, yeah, for sure. They can see right through that. Your customer's life is really your business. So finding out, you know, what's going on in their life and what need you can fill, it could be the simplest things. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're actually talking to people and you care about them and you find out, oh, hey, they're like going to their kid's soccer game this weekend. And you're like, man, me too. Hope it doesn't rain. And then you're standing out there in the Pacific Northwest in a torrential downpour (laughs) wondering like when you're going to get blown away. And you take a selfie of the rain and send a picture, text your client and say, I hope you're not going through what I'm going through right now. And they're like, wow, Sarah listened to my conversation. She remembered, she cared, and she took the time to reach out to me. I didn't have to spend a lot of money on that. I just had to care about somebody. Yep. Took the time to think about somebody other than yourself. There's just, it's like three simple things you have to do. It's really as simple as forgetting about what your product or service is, finding out what your client needs or wants, and then focusing on their needs. It's that simple. You want to be a disruptor in your field, whatever it is. So stop focusing on yourself and focusing more on how you can impact others, Mm -hmm. your clients. And like I said, you'll never have to ask for a referral again because you'll have business coming out your ears. (laughs) I always say we're playing the long game. Don't I, Carly? Yeah. Because we are. Because we're in it for the long haul. We're not in for, like, the quick burn, trying to, like, burn through as many transactions as we can Mm -hmm. to try and create this fast business, which, you know, there's a lot of ways to slice bread. What? No. (laughs) What? There's a lot of ways to butter a biscuit. Sure. (laughs) This is not the way I do it. Slow. We're in here for the long haul because when you create relationships with people, it's it's a long investment. In those people. And so you're not trying to just get a transaction. You're giving. You're helping people constantly and asking for nothing in return. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes down to. You're constantly giving advice and help. You're going out of your way and sacrificing, you know, what you'd rather be doing to help someone else with no guarantee they will ever work with you. And you're not asking them to work with you. Okay. And you're like, wow. Okay. Well, (laughs) I might be a lot easier to ask for the business. Sure. But you might do one transaction with that person. And I can't tell you how many times by actually just caring about people, showing up with no agenda, mm-hmm. no intention, okay, and just providing help and service and guidance and then caring about them. That And there have been times that those people have gone to someone else and yep. done business. Yep. But I, I can't even count on my hands because it's so many times that those same people – have come back to me for their next business and then experience working with me and are my clients for life. Yeah. I never pressure sailed them. Uh, I was in it for the relationship, not for the sale. And I gained a raving fan. Mm-hmm. You built value. You can't put a price on that. Well, you actually could. You actually can <laughs> go and see what the cost of your lifetime client is. I mean, you really should. See, like, in your industry what it – you know, on average, how many times if you have a client and they work with you every time, what is the income you would make off of that person? Mm. Because it's not about the money, but it t- it does change your thinking. Yeah. Because it takes seven times more effort to go get somebody else than to just do really good for one person that you've already been talking to. So if you show up in the right way and you keep that client and they appreciate you because you actually care about them, love on them, then you could have a client for life. And those clients are the kinds of people that build your business. Yeah. It's what you want. W-O-M. WOM. WOM. Do you know, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what that means? 
no. Oh, word of mouth. Oh, there you go. Okay. Word of mouth or like wom would be W-O-M-M. Oh, so mm-mm. Mm, wom. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth marketing. There is nothing more powerful than somebody just talking and raving about you. Oh, yes. Right? And if you, let's let's just be frank here, okay? We're in the lending business. You provide a good loan. It closes on time. And you provide a great, great customer service. You know, I don't even know how many five-star reviews we get. A ton. And they're like, they're great. People are happy. Mm-hmm. Those people might talk about you. They might. They might. But they might not, really, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, the people that are going to talk to their friends and family about you are the people that you went the extra for. Yes. You didn't just provide a great service um, or product. You did something that stood out to them, and they will never forget you. Mm-hmm. And you made them feel good. Yes. Because when you help people, people are more likely to help you. So you're not maybe helping them. In, I mean, you're, they came to you for a loan. You gave them a loan, okay? But you <laughs> helped them with something else. You helped them with something else in their life. Um and therefore, now they remembered you, and they're more likely to help you moving forward. Yes. What you focus on, we talked about this a lot, you know, like what you focus on multiplies, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're paying a lot of attention to the care and service you're providing your clients, then it is going to multiply. If you're focused on, um, you know, yourself, mm-hmm. it's not going to. No. You know, so it's just like anything else. When you're focused on, okay, I am going to really focus on having a client-centric business because I really want word-of-mouth referrals. I want a little army on the street of ambassadors of my brand. Mm. March in the Riley Home Team all around town. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and you focus on that and, you, and you're and you like, okay, well, I'm just going to focus on loving my clients. It will happen. It will. We see it every day. So 84% of customers across all industries nationwide Trust the recommendation of family and friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, eighty-four percent. So that is a higher conversion rate than any other lead source or referral source you can get. Yeah, that's huge. When a friend or family says, "I want to work with you know Carly because she they did a great job. They closed my loan. Yeah, but they were so amazing. They were so understanding of our circumstances. They made it so easy given this difficult situation for us. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is." Then they're like, wow, they really went above and beyond. I want to work with someone that takes care of me. Yep. Okay. And also, customers that you acquire from WOM, <laughs> word of mouth, you guys, um, are 16 to like 22% higher to become a lifetime client. I mean, come on. Makes sense. Right? Your retention rate is so much higher when you're creating business based on relationships mm-hmm. than if you're just trying to get leads. Yep. I agree with everything you are saying. You got, you do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why you're my hype woman. Hype, 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 hype. All right, we're getting into the groove a little now. Uh-huh. You feel better? Yeah. There's cold air blowing. It feels better. Okay. Got too hot. <laughs> to make your customers fall in love with you, you have to fall in love with them first. Uh-huh. You can't just do some flashy thing for them and think that that's going to win them over because, you know, you gave them something or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not the same as, like, really loving someone and caring about what matters to that person. Yeah. Mm. I feel a lot of the time it's good to put yourself in their shoes. Oh, absolutely. Come from their perspective. Yeah. You know, maybe they're seeming a little bothersome or annoying, but then you switch it on yourself and be like, okay, 
They just need a little bit more. And the way to really combat that is, you know, because not every customer is going to be a happy customer. Yeah. Not everyone is. Mm -mm. You can't please everyone. But the way that you can try to do your very best at that is, well, first is to have a system and a plan. So before anything else, before you go the extra mile, you better still, like day one, before you even have business, create a system and a plan of how you're going to retain your business, what exactly you're going to do to love on your clients, how are you going to show up for them from the time that you get a lead till post-closing on the transaction and for the rest of their lives. Yep. What are you going to do for that person? And then you have a plan and system, you have it, it's measurable, and you do it every single time consistently. Yes. That's number one. Number two is managing expectations, right? Right. Because not everyone has the same expectations that you have. Mm -mm. And you might have created this beautiful system that you think is going to, like, how can anyone ever be upset? Well, they can. Yeah. (laughs) Because you don't know what they're expecting. So, like, the first way to manage someone's expectation is to lay out what they should expect. Mm. And then actually follow through with what you said you were going to do. Follow through. Yeah. You say that they're going to receive something in a certain amount of time. Well, they better receive it in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. That's first. Because once you break someone's trust, it is so hard to rebuild the trust. Yes. And if you told them you're going to do something, you have to do it. And then the next thing is asking them what they expect. And an open-ended question, not a yes or no answer. Yeah. Like, you know, what are you hoping to get out of this experience or this product? You know, um, ask them what their timeline is. Ask them what's important to them. And then make sure you address those things because everyone has different needs. Yes. And we're not psychic. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm not. No. And so the best way to figure out what somebody wants is you ask them. <laughs> right? And then you just do your best. And if you can't meet all their needs, well, hey, you ask them. And now you have the opportunity to say, okay, that's great. I'm so glad I know where you're coming from. Yeah. This is what I can do. This is what I can't. And let me tell you why. And then they understand. And you never let them down. Right. Because you laid it out up front. Great plan. If you do make a mistake, though, and somebody's upset, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Okay. Because I think the biggest mistake people make is deferring blame. Yeah. Trying to cover it up or, or blame put it, it on, on someone else. else. Yep. Oh, so tacky. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Because, you know, you're not going to please everyone, even with all the best intentions, even being authentic and caring and loving, you're still going to let someone down. Uh, Yes. We do. I mean, honestly, we do. And sometimes we're like, I can't understand. But (laughs) you have to ask and find out. Then you have to accept responsibility for it, apologize. And then I just think the biggest thing is trying to find a solution quickly. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's find a resolution to this. What is going to make you feel better? How can we resolve this? What can I do for you now? Yes. I'm so sorry that happened. But what can I do to fix it at this point? Yep. Then you actually do what you can with what they say they need. (laughs) Uh, You shower them with like love and gifts and all the extra things from then on. And then you just hope for the best. But trying to avoid it or place blame on someone else or make excuses for why it happened. Nobody wants that. Mm -mm. They just want to feel that you heard them. Yes. You acknowledge them. They don't have you don't have to be right or wrong. Sometimes they they are wrong. I mean, honestly, sometimes yeah. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter if they're right or wrong. The client doesn't have to always be right. What they have to be is heard. Okay? Cuz their perception is their reality just like yours is. And you can bend over backwards and like, you know, blood, sweat and tears for your clients. And someone's still going to be upset with your service or mm-hmm. your product. For sure. So, you just apologize, you do what you can to fix it and then you do your best from there. 
That's all you can do. I mean, all things equal, people refer to businesses and people are going to work with who they know, like, and trust. If Mm -hmm. your product is far superior, they might work with someone that they don't like as much for a better product. Yeah. I mean, that's reality. Mm -hmm. But with all things equal, they're going to work with someone that they know, like, and trust. And in a lot of industries, honestly, honestly, there are obviously people, there are standouts, standouts in some industries, but in most industries, you're just trying to get an inch better than the next guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and what really differentiates you, what really makes you, you know, a disruptor of your industry is being the person that goes the extra mile to care and love on the client. Yeah, because that's what they want. They want to like you. And it's not really that hard. Mm -mm. You have to be authentic. Being authentic is being your unique self. You know, in doing so, you attract people to you because you're just being you. You're not being this version of you. Yeah. You're being you, and people are drawn to that. And then be real. You know, share your stories. Ask questions. Get personal. It's not second nature to everyone in business, but people are drawn to those that, like, blur the lines of professional and personal. Yeah. They really are. They want to know who you are as a person. They don't want to know just, like, how you show up to work today, and then you go home and, like, are a total grump, you know, that doesn't care about their family and, like, you know, (laughs) I don't know, to, uh, you know, is mean to dogs. Like, Nobody wants to give business to somebody like that. I just thought of that maybe Tin Cup. <laughs> you seen Tin Cup? Yes. And he's like, you're he's like he's mean to kids and old people. Like, how can you like him? <laughs> yes. I mean, nobody wants to work with the person that is one way at work and a different way in their life. Mm-hmm. They want to work with someone that they see all sides of and really like and admire that person. So you have to blur those lines, and that's just being authentic and real. And then you open up the door for conversation for people to share their personal lives, and people want to share. Yes. They want to brag about their kids, and they want you to be like, oh, that's so great. They want you to, like, be intrigued by something that they've accomplished. They want to, you know, to be personal with you. hmm You also have to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a no-brainer, but should be. Mm, not to mm. everybody. But being nice is like not talking negatively about your competitors, for mm-hmm. instance, right? Mm-hmm. You know, be helpful and responsive and and generous with your time and attention to people. That's truly being nice. Yeah. You know, being like sh- this showboaty cool person like in a moment is one thing, but like being a truly nice person in every moment is different. Okay? And then um I feel like if you really know your why, which we've talked about before, your clients feel that. They know why you're in this business and why you're working, and they want to support your why. Mm -hmm. Okay? Your business ultimately depends on how well you constantly put your customers' needs at, like, the forefront of everything that you do. Mm -hmm. Truly. And, you know, it's like, it's there's so many statistics out there about why you should love your customers and but I think that people feel like providing the service and product is loving or is taking care of yeah. them. That's we're not talking about that. Mm-mm. We're talking about being in relationship with your customers that they feel like they're friends, and that's what that's what our reviews say constantly is is that we felt like we weren't just a number. We felt like we were part of her life, and we invite them into our tribe. They are our peeps. Absolutely. Okay. And so there. I mean, right now there's a statistic out there that. Um, People are going to talk about a bad experience they had 58% more than a good one. Mm -hmm. So 
if they don't have a great experience with you, and even if they don't, like we talked about earlier, even if you mess up, but you actually, you know, listen to them and try and fix the problem right. and handle it in a way that is like centered around the client's needs, not your ego. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Because we never like to hear that we're wrong or we did something wrong. It's hard to swallow. But when you honestly put the client's needs before your ego, um, even though something went wrong, they already, they feel better. They're not going to complain. Maybe there's there's a chance they might not come back to you or refer you, but they're not going to complain about you. That's a key. It is. It takes 12 positive experiences to make up for one negative experience. Ooh, ouch. Yikes. Yeah. Also, it's really important to be transparent, you guys. So being authentic is being yourself and genuine. We talked mm-hmm. about that. But being transparent is being forthcoming, ethical, and trustworthy. Okay? Honesty is crucial. And and it is so important in building any type of relationship you have with anyone mm-hmm. is being honest with them. And your client is no different. Nope. They want you to be transparent. Uh, I'm transparent to a fault. A little <laughs> too transparent at times. You can see right through me. Um, but people appreciate that. They always know where they stand. They trust the words that you're saying. You're not trying to hide anything. And I'm not saying, like, share every single mistake you make. No. no. I'm just saying don't, like, try and cover everything up. You know, just be straightforward with people. They appreciate that. And then you're authentic and transparent. You got like the double whammy. So instead of wham, it's whammy. I got all kinds of W's today. (laughs) Being transparent is also just not being afraid of feedback because you really have nothing to hide. Yep. You know, you're fine. It's fine to hear what people have to say. You take it. You actually look for it. Um, we have, if you're curious about how, how to handle criticism, we have a whole episode on criticism. <laughs> uh, it's a skill that you can learn, but people want to share uh, how they feel. And when you're seeking that out, that is true transparency. Yep. Mm-hmm. You guys, you've got to be the difference maker. If you're trying to build a business where people are drawn to you and you've created a tribe of people that want to work with you, want to talk about you, are going to come back to you. It's because of how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. It's not because of your product or what you're selling. It's because you went that extra mile. It's because you made that extra phone call. It's because you wrote that handwritten card. Yes, all those things. Mm-hmm. But it's because you really listened to your client. You didn't. You had a great system, but then above that, you did extra things. That And that's the difference between you and everyone else. And they feel like they're in relationship with you. And, man, that's that's what you want. You have to really like your clients and people, yeah. which we do. We like, do. We love them. We love talking. I mean, you know, in this business, you got a prospect and call, and uh, it's hard. I, I, It's hard for me to get through it in the amount of time I'm supposed to get through it because <laughs> I'm a talker. <laughs> My clients are talking to me, and it's just, you know, we're catching up. It's like when you – we have this whole thing going right now of loving our clients, and it's on our social media, and we're posting what they said about us and their reviews, but we're also saying what we loved about working with them. Yeah. And the cool thing is is that – our clients show up for us, and we we love talking to them. It's like you get on the phone with a client, and you feel like you're catching up with a friend. Yep. I mean, that's the kind of business you want to have. Mm-hmm. You ne- you're never working. You're just helping people and your friends, right, with the products that you have. So I'm going to give you an example. When you show up for your customers and you love them, then you become a brand that people love. Mm-hmm. Whatever, And I'm not talking about your problem. I'm talking about you become a brand. That people love. So um, I love blender glasses, like those sunglasses, yeah. right? And I tell my friends and family how amazing they are all the time. 
Yes, you do. Which creates customer referrals, okay? Then whenever sunglasses come up, okay, whenever someone's talking about their sunglasses, I always bring up my blenders because I love them, which makes me a customer evangelist. Yes. I'm happy to share interesting content with my social networks. So that's social sharing about Mm -hmm. my blenders. Um, I've talked about my experience, and I love the product on the real deal. Okay, mm-hmm. we talked about it. I'm doing it right now. I've done it before. That's a testimonial. I regularly choose this brand over any other brand, customer loyalty, and regardless of the price or convenience, I still buy them. I've posted selfies wearing my glasses, which is now user-generated content. And those are all the things that you want a client to be doing for you. That's what creates your um, little army Okay, of brand ambassadors that are out there talking about you. Yeah. Sharing what you're doing. And you're not asking them to do any of it. They are happy to do so because you made them feel so inclined because you loved on them in a way that no one else did. And now you've got a you've got a raving fan, you've got a client for life, and that really is the ultimate goal. Yes. The power of a client loving you is measurable, you guys, and it can have the greatest impact on growing your business. It's not hard. It's, it's not. It's not hard. It's not hard. You just have to have a system, which we talked about. Yep. Then go the extra mile. Be authentic. Be transparent. And just really show up for people. I heard something a while ago, and it changed my perspective on things. And it was the question, before you do anything else, ask, how may I serve you? How mm-hmm. may I serve you today? I love that, Carly. And we always talk about that, having a servant's heart. Mm-hmm. And our business is so focused on serving others. Yep. And it's a, it, like I said, it's the long game. It's the slow burn. It comes around, but it's constantly growing on top of each other. And you're never going to have to wonder what's going to happen to your business. Because there's so many people that continue to support and work with you. Yeah. Because you have supported and loved them. That's it, you guys. We love our clients. Love your clients, too. hey you want to hang out with me more you can find me at sarahnicolereilly.com and if you need some more real in your life check me out on instagram and facebook Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 180007. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, We know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.